Welcome to episode 85 of Tim Talk, the podcast about the DC animated universe co-created by Bruce Tim. I'm Chris Lord. I'm Cameron Dexter. And we've come to the end. It's the, it's very sad. I know, the end it, of the new Batman adventures. Yeah, because these were the best episodes so far, yeah. in my opinion, yeah. Oh, same. Like Again, we were doing our respective short lists. I was doing it today. Mm-hmm. I, I was too. Don't, yeah. don't act like I'm, I'm any better than you. <laughs> But I found myself having very few episodes that I didn't want to include. Mm-hmm. Like, I love most of these. And again, yeah. like, this is the stuff that I watched live as a kid. So they like there's an extra level of love because I watched them at a time when you just love everything. Right. And then they happen to hold up as an adult, unlike, say, Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. Or Batman Forever. Yeah. Or many other things. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I'm going to feel the same way. I mean... I feel like with our Justice League shortlist, I don't think we're going to have a shortlist because I feel like it's oh going to be every episode. Yeah, it's pretty much every episode is going to be mm-hmm. in there. And I imagine you're going to have a lot of statics on there. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's where our lists are going to vary the most. It, yeah. Although, you know, there's potential, though, because I am I love Batman Beyond. That's my favorite version, mm-hmm. favorite of any of these shows. That might be one for me, too, but my list is going to be very long. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I also kind of feel like we ended on a, not the best place. What, oh, Judgment Day. Judgment Day. It was fine. It was a, it's okay. I understand why it's the last episode, because it's kind of like the ensemble episode. Oh, yeah. I guess there are a lot of returning characters. Mm-hmm. I like the choice they made in terms of actual release rather than production, where they did Mad Love last. I think yeah. Mad Love's a better button on the series. Than, oh, absolutely. Than Judgment Day. But before we get to that, I hope you have news. I have a little bit of news. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Thank God. Uh, because last week was just trailer heaven. Oh my God, there were everything so came many. Out right after we recorded. As it always happens. Yeah. So last week we talked about the Lego two, Lego Movie Two poster. The trailer came out as we as we released the episode. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So it came out Tuesday morning. Uh, it looks amazing. It looks fun. Yeah, yeah I'm on board. I'm super excited. Um, the I mean, I don't really have anything to say about it. It was great. No, I'm, I'm, yeah, it looks really fun. Uh, the We got a new trailer for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Also looks amazing. And it's just unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, my God. I guess it's weird to say the slight spoilers for the film because we're referring to a trailer, but if you have, if you were avoiding anything in regards to Into the Spider-Verse, maybe jump ahead a tiny little bit here. Did you like the fact they included Spider-Gwen in oh the, the trailer? God. I screamed. I mean, I so it... It's been a while since I've screamed in a trailer, but I screamed. Really? I did. Really? Yeah. No, I'm not surprised you screamed. I'm surprised it's been a while since you screamed. I feel like there's not there hasn't been like a big reveal like that in a trailer in a while. I guess not since like Ragnarok. Yo, Ragnarok. We knew Thor was ahead of time. Or no, the uh, Hulk was in it ahead of time. I guess the Civil War trailer that revealed Spidey that was a big one. Mm Okay, maybe that's kind of it. Yeah. But I I mean, so I saw that image before I watched the trailer, so it, that reveal of the trailer got spoiled for me, but I kind of okay. wish that I didn't know that going in. I, that would have been really fun I, to be I like, was, yeah, I was oh split. Oh my God, like Spider-Gwen's here? I wasn't expecting this. I was split on that. Well, I feel like they're going to, if Gwen, uh, Peter Parker, and Miles are all in it, I'm sure we're going to get a 2099. Yeah. Um, and others. And others. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, my Spider-Man knowledge is only so good. I know, good. we need Trevor. Yeah. Trevor! Trevor! Oh, sorry, I locked him out. Yeah, he's smoking. Yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I loved... Yeah, it's it's a very weird feeling, because like, I'm super excited to see it. Like, yeah. like, oh, Spider-Gwen's here. But now it's like, I'm going to kind of miss out on that reveal in the movie. Uh, I've talked to a few people about this, and it's kind of the big conflicting 
point of Spider-Man oh. is uh, Peter Parker's voice actor. I don't Jake quite... Johnson? Yeah, Jake Johnson, right. yeah. Okay, yeah. I like him in general. I don't quite dig it. He has such a, like, unique voice and personality. Yeah, it, he just... His voice, like, because I know that voice so well, he sounds too slacker Yeah, in this. Especially seeing this version of Peter Parker. Yeah. Where he's so, very much, like, a little older, a little disheveled, like, oh, I don't have any money to yeah. pay for my burger. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, they have... Everything I've seen so far has been looking really positive, so I'm going to entrust that they, they knew what they were doing and that it all totally fit. Mm-hmm. It's a little weird. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't quite dig it initially, but we'll, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. In general, I'm very excited for that oh movie. Oh, my God. I just can't. I didn't know I was going. Style. I didn't expect to be. I was like, this is what? Really? Like, why? No. And then everything I see, it looks amazing. I, I, honestly, I can't get past, like, how beautiful this movie is. It's gorgeous. Looked. And it was that, like, it was like 12 frames, but I watched this almost frame by frame because it's so pretty. Mm-hmm. Uh, where he's running. It's a, it's a shot. I'm assuming it's going to be at the beginning of the movie, kind of right when he gets his powers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miles gets his powers because you see him running and there's text boxes. There's like the, the yellow text boxes oh, from the comics yeah. that are just flying that he's running past. And like that's super cool. All the shadows have half tones a part of them. I don't know what that is, means. Um, so in comics, uh, newspaper ma- newspapers made this famous where instead of shading, because mm-hmm. uh, that would use up too much color, they would do dots, almost like pointillism okay. style. Yes, I know that. Um, <clears throat> So it's uh, black and white dots, and the further apart they are, the more gray it looks, or the more oh. like lighter it looks. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if you look in super close, especially if you look at like uh, Liechtenstein paintings, mm-hmm. um, I'm just throwing out all my art knowledge Please, right but, now. Yeah. I'm feeling real smart. Um, I- if you look at close-ups of like old newspapers or comic panels, you'll see like a bunch of dots. As it gets darker, and then the darts will kind of dots will spread out as it gets lighter. It's a it's oh, a very okay. popular art style right now. Okay, uh, and it looks beautiful. They handle it so well. And then, uh, do you know the term chromatic abrasion? Let's say that I don't. Okay. Yeah. For our viewers that don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, for, for for other people who don't know, what you're talking about. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> not me. For the people not in the industry. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's this really cool thing, and you notice it a lot in this trailer. Um, also, if you've ever played VR, you'll notice it a lot. But it's where the RGB levels are slightly shifted. So it gives, like, almost this blurry outline of color. Oh, okay. If you watch the trailer, every big, like, punch and action scene, you can see the RGB le- uh, channels, like, separating even wider. Oh, so they add this, like, extra layer of color over everything. Mm-hmm. And it's so fucking beautiful. I can't... I watched that trailer <laughs> maybe 12 times. Yeah, and it's Under, so understandable. unbelievable. Yeah, I, I'm trying to get out of the habit of watching trailers on repeat, so I can just. I know, but I I didn't even like pay attention to the content. I was just watching it for the art. No, I totally understand. I'm just I'm trying to break myself of that habit because I'll do the same thing, and then I'll just like I rather have those moments be like vague memories when I go to watch the movie than like like pinpointing very specific things. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was actual like DCEU news which landed moments before we were sitting down to record this. Yes. So one is I guess Jeff Johns exits DC Entertainment for new writing and producing role. He'll and he's gonna write Green Lantern Corps. Interesting. Okay. I trust him. Um, I've always trusted him with Green Lantern material. Okay, so it looks like okay, I think he's just taking on a more prominent role at DC Films. Did he did the Flash yes. trailer okay. ever leak? I don't I've never seen it. The one from Comic-Con years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never saw it. I saw it. 
I was there. Let me paint you a picture. Oh, that's right. Chris. You were you were there. <laughs> I was there. It was my my first or second Comic Con. I got into the Jeff Johns panel, and yeah, I kind of I just because this was pre Green Lantern. This, this had to have been two thousand nine Comic Con. Okay. Because the Green Lantern trailer had been announced, um, and they filmed a teaser for Flash. I don't know why I'm bringing this up. Almost ten years later. Well, we still haven't had a Flash movie, so there yeah, you go. Yeah, that, that's why. Um, on, let me just uh. Pop this. Deli- Fuck you and your LaCroix. Delicious LaCroix here. Oh, God. Sponsor this week. Oh, God. That is refreshing. No, it's not. It's so refreshing. You're all lying to yourselves. All you LaCroix no. drinkers are just lying to yourselves. I, I challenge anyone to work out of an office in L.A. Mm-hmm. and not become addicted to LaCroix. I have worked out of an office in L.A. Mm-mm-mm. Every day. Yeah. My last job. LaCroix was already around. Did they have LaCroix? They did. I hated it. Okay. Well, I dare everybody else (laughs) to work out of an office in L.A. and not Mm. just become... Now, to be fair, I bought this over the weekend for mixing purposes. Yes. You're you're still just... You're in a hole. Well, it was pride, and so I had some tequila, but I didn't have anything to go with it. I can't do, like, tonic because it's got too much sugar and just the hangovers would be worse. The hangovers are bad enough as it was. Mm -hmm. So, like, okay... But I don't know if it's like just soda water. I wanted something a little bit, little bit more fun, a little more flavor. So I'm like, okay, I'll get myself some some lime Lacroix to go with my tequila. Um, I ended up drinking at the festival all day instead. So I just spent a fuckload of money to drink rather than doing it for free in my apartment. Um, but I still have this Lacroix, and I'm I'm going to just sit here and I hate you so much. What's what's your Green Lantern news? Uh, hang on, what, just one more. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna force okay. you to cut this all out. Right. I know I don't have the last edit, but I'm going to cut this out somehow. You don't have any edit. <laughs> but, okay, the other thing is it's just been confirmed that it's going to be Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart okay. in the new movie. Because there was some talk about being um, Simon Baz and Jessica Cruz, some of the newer, more mm. diverse Green Lanterns. But I think this is still an interesting idea. And like the, the rumors now is that it's going to be excuse me, a slightly older Hal Jordan who maybe is like imprisoned somewhere and has lost his ring and then it falls to Jon Stewart. Okay. And he becomes the new Green Lantern. Which, if that's roughly the plot we're looking for, I don't know. I, I could be down for it. Yeah. I'm down. Yeah. So, and I know Christopher McQuarrie is one of the rumored directors, and I like him. He did uh, Mission 5 and Mission 6. Okay. He did um, Jack Reacher, the first one. Right. Not Jack Ryan. Yes, not Jack Ryan. Got it. Yes. Or Jack Bauer. Got, oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Just to clarify all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that could be interesting. But, you know, we'll see what happens in that movie when it actually happens. Yeah. Because so, I mean, there's been all this other stuff, like Jared Leto is now confirmed to have his own Joker movie, but yeah. the Todd Phillips one is still moving forward. Not even worth talking about because the, who knows how many of those movies will actually end up happening. Right. At this point. It's so exhausting. It's, it's, not, it's not even worth going down that fucking rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. So. But I have another great rabbit hole for us to jump down. Oh, Jesus Christ, what? Another franchise that you and I hate just as much. Uh, Fast and the Furious? No, I love Fast and Furious. Ugh. No, we have a Bumblebee trailer. You know what? It does look pretty cute. That actually looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, that I saw someone describe that trailer as the movie we wish he had gotten like yes, 10 movie, years yeah, ago. Yeah, the movie we wish we had and look, after I, the second one. Yeah, I really like the first Transformers. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched it in a long time. But when it came out and I was 18, it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It, it was visually something we hadn't seen before. Decent story, decent characters, a little less so with Shia LaBeouf. But 
I, I had a lot of fun with it. Massive drop off after that. Oh yeah. Huge. So this this looks like it could be more of a return to form. So I'm, I'm Ooh, yeah, it's also based in the eighties. Yeah. Um it looks John Cena. Yeah. Haley Steinfeld. Yeah, I love her. Yeah, I love her too. And mm-hmm. then um Travis Knight, director of Kubo and the Two Strings, is oh, that's right. the director on this. That's right. So that's also a, a promising little tidbit. Mm-hmm. It's out of Michael Bay's hands. I know, I think that's finally. why people are enjoying yeah. it. Oh god. Mm-hmm. The Bay clutches are gone. Yeah. And then uh Bumblebee looks uh, like his 80s counterpart yeah. for once. They, they're kind of scrapping the realistic, um, I'm using air quotes, realistic, realistic. look of the, the current Transformers run and kind of making them more curved and round. It feels yeah. more like Herbie than it does. like well, Yeah, because it's the VW. Yeah. And it, it looks, I think it looks like it maybe becomes a Jeep at one point too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, it looks fun. Yeah, it looks super cute. I, I think that's, I want to say that Starscream yeah, like, it was like, original like jet format too. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, yeah. If this it even is has, like, like the little bit of red. In yeah, it. if this is like two, maybe three, four max Transformers, and it's otherwise it's just kind of a normal story, more human characters. I think it could be a lot of fun mm-hmm. actually. It's if it's not just robot smashy smashy yeah. all the time. But where are they going to squeeze in the racist robots? Well, luckily those left with Michael <laughs> Bay. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we say that now. Yeah. They'll still find a way to bring in a couple of racist robots and probably some robot testicles. Too. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. Um, last trailer, we got uh, we got a How to Train Your Dragon 3 trailer. Also very excited for that. So excited. Those two movies are so good. I know. I, I have maybe seen the second one only once, and I've seen oh, the first one it, a few it times. it has but such a great rewatch value. Yeah, I need to go back and rewatch those again. I own the first one on iTunes, because like to me, that's a perfect iTunes movie. Mm-hmm. Like, this movie you just want to put on every once in a while. Yeah. And they're just, they're so sweet. I know. I, did, I think they're on, I think they're on HBO Go. Okay. I did see a great uh, meme someone put out there about the, the evolution of um, Hiccup. Mm-hmm. From like scrawny kid to like like dishy to like full on like beer daddy <laughs> yeah. look, and it compared him to the evolution of Steve Rogers, like pre serum oh, Winter Soldier, and then, and then uh, Infinity War with the full on beard and the flowing hair. What was the one you saw? Uh, it was one that my friend pointed out. It wasn't like a meme yet. Okay. My friend pointed out that he's had the same evolution as John Krasinski. Since the oh, office. good point, actually. Yeah, and they yeah. look scary similar now. They do, actually. That's just a generally good arc for people to go down that path. Yeah. I should figure out how to grow a beard so I can try and attempt it myself. Mm-hmm. I probably need to get a few years older than maybe two. We also need the the back we- like the back wavy hair. And I tried. I can't do it. I, I wish I could. I, I let my hair go real long for a while, and I, I chopped it down recently because it was too much work, but I can't <laughs> do it. I tried. I can't. Mm-hmm. Just lays there uselessly. Yeah. God, there's so much product in my hair right now, man. It's ridiculous. <laughs> These headphones may not cut my head. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have two. So we are in the week of E3 right now. So I have yes. two super quick uh, video game trailers I want to talk about. Okay. One, because... I'm going to pretend to be interested. 13 years, we finally have a confirmed date for Kingdom Hearts 3. Right on. It's, did you play the Kingdom Hearts series? Never played them. Oh, that's that's like... A must. Yeah, I'm... Uh, well, because it's such a unique game. I, and I would probably enjoy it. I just I, I just can't really do video games anymore. Like, I know that that sounds obnoxious and, like, pretentious. It's the furthest thing from. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, like... If I talk about... If I think about, like, big milestone piece of entertainment for me, it's, like, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, uh, the first three Halo games, especially mm-hmm. Halo 3, yeah. The Force Unleashed... 
Oh, like, yeah, so good. Yeah, like the early Lego games, too. Like, I love all of those. Mm-hmm. But it's just for me, it's just a time thing now at this point. I just, okay, it's I was like, going to ask, like, what I is barely, the... I barely have time to even watch TV. Like, mm-hmm. I'm usually a week behind on Westworld. I can usually squeeze an Archer somewhere here and there. Um, but I just, I never, I don't, I just don't have time for it anymore. And it's, it's, mm-hmm. I know that it will absorb me in a way that I can't afford. Yeah. Because I have so much other shit to do. Well, I mean, I, I feel the same way. Like, I... I have to kind of keep gaming at an arm's distance because yeah. I do work from home most days. Yeah. And when it's there, then it's yeah. then it's all I'm thinking it, about. Exactly. So I, like... I'm aware of my addictive personality, and so I'm very careful about what I let slip through the cracks. Yes. Yes. So no video games, plenty of tequila. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. Um, the healthy choices. Do you know? Do you know the story of Kingdom Hearts? Have I explained um, it enough? At let me this see point? if I let me see if I know what it is. Yeah. Let me see how close I can get to it. There's a guy with anime hair yeah. who's got a giant ass key yep. that lets him travel between uh, Disney universes, mm-hmm. and he has to collect things and pieces of hearts. There you go. Maybe mm-hmm. do they unlock a kingdom? Uh, are they are they much, yeah. are they uh, allegorical for a kingdom? <laughs> Or metaphorical for a kingdom. It's, uh, we're not going to get into is that it, part Is of the it story, Men in Black territory where it's an actual like literal kingdom shrunken down in the size of a heart? We're, we're not going to get into to that side of the story because okay. that's where it gets super confusing. Okay, we just but don't I, have the time. Yeah, well, we do not have the time. <laughs> I've watched like thirty minute long explanation videos and they still don't know what they're talking about. Okay, but was I close though? He no, just, that's he, pretty accurate. Okay, yeah. all right. Uh, Sora, our main character. Okay, uh, is is given a keyblade. He's a, key, a keyblade master. Okay, so he has the power to travel between. Yeah, uh, Disney. Yeah, universes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Kingdom Hearts three confirmed, not confirmed. Have a set date. The world we know for this one, they they just announced a Frozen world because mm-hmm. obviously, yeah. Uh, there's a Tangled world, which looks great. Ooh. There's a, a San Franto Fran San Fran oh San San Fran- Fran- Sokio. Thank you from Big Hero Six. Mm-hmm. I get too excited talking about this. I understand. Uh, which is confirmed. We have Monsters, Inc. confirmed. Toy Story confirmed. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, Hercule, or, uh, yeah, Hercules confirmed. <gasps> Olympus. Oh, my God. I you know. you must be. By the way, uh, I was on Spotify the other day, and some of the Hercules soundtrack is no longer available on Spotify. What? Like, Zero to Hero isn't up there anymore. No, that is unacceptable. Yeah. Um, yeah, I totally go down this tangent hole, but yeah. <laughs> I was very upset about well, it. I'm looking that up right now. That is unacceptable. Yeah, I'm going to my Disney playlist here. And scroll down, scroll down, scroll down. Oh, wait, no, maybe it's back up. Wait, what? Where did it go? The whole album is gone. What? But no, I, I still have I Won't Say I'm In Love on here. But maybe that's from a different album. Yeah, I don't see the album anywhere. You know, oh, I, my God. You know what? I think I have my Spotify set up on... We I, I can't even go into this during the podcast right now. I'm about okay. to lose it. Okay. Uh, so then, r- real quick, Kingdom Hearts. They make Kingdom Hearts. Makes you happy again. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts. Happy Kingdom place. Hearts. Happy place, Cameron. Yeah, it's great. Okay. Kingdom Hearts is it's amazing. Uh, the other game that came out, just because I need to to get my, my oh, anime shit, nerd out. Oh, shit, going to die. Okay. So keep talking. I have a uh, Just right to get my, my anime nerd out of the way. Uh, there's a game coming out. Oh, God, what is it called? Um, it's called Jump Force. And it's in celebration of Shonen Jump, which is a, a very famous uh, magazine out in... Uh, manga magazine out in Japan. Uh, they're celebrating its 50th anniversary. So Shonen Jump is famous for kind of bringing big big hitters to the table like Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, mm-hmm. Bleach, One Piece. 
Um, Bo 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 which is a real show and it's amazing. I'm not even gonna try on that oh. one. I'm, I'm not gonna, <laughs> um, but they they're making a fighting game, almost Marvel vs. Capcom style, of all of their big hitters finally coming into one game, and it seems like they're catering a lot more to international audiences, which is awesome. Because uh, they've had one or two of these fighting games before, but they're just region locked in Japan. Uh, there's no translations, and it's just kind of the characters that are popular in Japan. Okay. So it's really cool that they're kind of opening it up, and they're jumping into what is popular in America. So I'm sure we're going to get, like, a Hunter x Hunter cross. Um, we're going to get uh, a JoJo's cross. It looks amazing. And I... Okay, that, that's... I'll, I'll, I'll stop talking about it. Because I will... I've been talking to my friend Dylan about it, and it's been <laughs> amazing. Like, ah, can you, it looks so good. It's like, can you can you hear my lack of interest? Yes, I can. Just the silence? Yeah. Um, no, it's fine. I was looking up something about uh, our episode this week. I was trying to look up something, some, some slight confirmation here on a, a suspicion that I had. Um, but yes. Anyways, um, should we talk about... Judgment Day? No, let's talk about anime some more. I'm good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Talk about Kingdom Hearts a little bit more? All right, we'll, fine. we'll talk about There's Judgment no Day. talk about Kingdom Hearts a little more. <laughs> so. It all started back <laughs> with King Mickey and oh, Yen Sid. Fuck. So. All right. So what did you think of Judgment Day? I, I guess. So I, I always ask this question. And I think I always know the answer. You had not seen this before. I've not seen this before. So did you see the twist coming? I was really dumb and spoiled it for myself because I was looking while well, I was making the art before the episode. Okay. Uh, and I'm like, oh, what villain do I need to make the art for? And it said Two Face on it. And so I'm like, oh. oh, well. Well, there you boo. go. Yeah. I enjoyed knowing the villain because, um, like, there were moments that I don't think would have made as much sense if I didn't know. It's like the the moment where, to uh, the judge poisons two faces or like sends poison gas into two faces yeah kind of lair and like oh i have this super secret tunnel that only i know about and it's like oh my god how is it locked and i'm like oh well yeah well there we go Mm -hmm. yeah i i think there's definitely some interesting ideas at play here i mean to my recollection is this the only episode that ever really addressed the revolving door of arkham um in New Batman, because I think they used the same wording when it was the security guard villain. Oh, um, Lockup. Yes. Yes, oh, I forgot about that episode. Mm-hmm. My God. Yeah, because I think... Yes, you're right. Okay, yeah, he... You're right, yeah. In that series, they did address that, that it, it there was a flaw in the system, and he was trying to resolve. I guess it's basically the same plot. It is. It very much is the exact same story. Yeah, but they just the added element of him... Also being yeah. a villain there. Oh, that's interesting. I, I see it as like a weird cross between Lockup and Phantasm. Because it's kind of that mystery, oh, okay. mystery aspect. Yeah, a little bit. Okay, I'm also trying to look up. I think... I feel like this wasn't the normal voice of Croc. I couldn't I, I couldn't. And I'm trying you. to get confirmation of that, but I'm not having a lot of success. Mm-hmm. As we mentioned at the, the start of the episode, this this one oh, okay. had yeah, it is. It's a, a ton person. of characters in it. Yeah, which that made it kind of fun. Yeah, because like right mm-hmm. from the beginning, it's the, the penguin, penguin is fencing mm-hmm. diamonds for Croc and something, some other unspecified thing for Two-Face. Yeah. Um, so we see both of them. 
uh, none of the rest of the Bat family is in it. Well, Alfred's in it. Yeah. Alfred's in it to help with the exposition. Of course. Um, Because why would we have real detective work when we can just talk about it? Oh, God, I know. Who else? Uh, the judge. Oh, the Riddler. Riddler's in the it. The Riddler yeah, popped Riddler's up in there for a, a second. brief moment. Um, and I, it's funny that you mentioned, like, Phantasm, because I guess there is that element of, like, the red herring. Like, when we first meet um, Jay Carroll Corcoran, Corcoran, he is definitely being set up as the red herring of the episode. Absolutely. But what I thought was interesting was they actually, they move away from that pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Like this, I guess part of it is that the short runtime of the episode, but it's not long before we realize that okay, it's not him. I think that's a brief idea they were kind of like teasing us with. It's like oh, he's gonna be the villain. They just moved on from real quickly, which then kind of opens up this whole situation of well, then who is it? Because mm-hmm. I mean, I guess they were clever in the sense they didn't fall into the the trope a lot of these shows do, which is oh, we're gonna introduce a brand new character at the beginning, also a brand new mystery villain. My God, I wonder who the villain <laughs> is going to be. Like, they avoided that, which is kind of nice. But I don't know. I feel like that the explanation seems a little bit convenient and a little bit clunky. Yeah, I I wanted to see... So, to to talk about the end of the episode, it is Two-Face. He had a third personality split off Mm -hmm. uh, that is acting as judge, jury, and executioner, um, trying to be a vigilante for the city. Yeah. Um, I wish we saw how that happened and i know that would kind of take away the mystery aspect of it yeah um unless they had it where he was like something happened while he was in arkham and they kept talking about how easy it is to get out they kept kind of alluding to it's like we only see like we the very beginning of the episode we see two-face something happens to him in arkham and you see him just crack that could be interesting and then the episode starts with penguin fencing for yeah. uh croc and riddler um do you do you think that that would have undercut the mystery of it do you think that would have made it too obvious that it's going to be him in the end like do you think probably. In, do you think in favor of making the reveal more effective it would ruin the fact there's a reveal yeah yeah i guess there's really no perfect way to do it is there mm-hmm. um but i mean like okay i mean that that being said, as much as I think that the reveal is kind of dumb, there are a lot of aspects of this that I like. I do like that there's all these other characters. Mm-hmm. Anytime we get the new version of the Penguin, especially, I really love him because he is... They really, it was clear they really didn't know what to do with the Penguin the first time around because he's just another themed villain. But here, he's always trying to like toe that line of being a legitimate businessman. And he's also an asshole. Oh, absolutely. He's like such a dick to his like brethren. Because he thinks he's so much superior because now he's a legitimate <laughs> businessman. He can say things like, oh, I have to do taxes and file the books and stuff. Yeah. And he can be such a twat about it. Um, and that was a great conversation between him and the judge. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. Where he's like, you like you would do this to your own kind. And he's like, what are you talking about? Everything. I don't, I don't see anything wrong here. Yeah, like, I didn't know the merchandise was stolen yeah. when it came to me. I mean, whatever. Yeah, it, it was fun. I did. I thought... I was wondering what that giant penguin is for, because they're in some sort of, it's revealed to be his design studio, whatever the hell that means, but where I guess where he does like some of his illegal work, but the judge cuts a sword and it releases a massive, like 10, 12 foot tall penguin statue Mm -hmm. on rollers that's up at the top of a ramp, which I'm assuming that's a normal thing in theater. Like that's how they store stuff. So it's easily accessible. Yeah. Like it's probably meant to be like deployed or something like that during I like to think um, that it's actually like all of the villains in their lairs, they have 
like Batman traps just set up and ready, <laughs> just just in case. Now we we've talked about all of the random specific like side businesses that would develop in a city with supervillains. We talked about like supervillain insurance. Mm-hmm. Do you think there is a supervillain lair designer? Absolutely. Like, I, oh my! I, I, I want that. Job. A costume designer, I think. I think someone's out oh, there. Oh, there has a to be a costume consultant. Mm-hmm. Um, a and there's probably an interior I'm designer. I'm honestly surprised that's not an episode. Like that'd be the such a fun episode. That would be a really fun mm-hmm. episode. Like, because there uh, is it. Was it an Arrow, where it's a villain that makes his his new costume? One of the oh, live action shows. Um, well, in Daredevil. In that's Daredevil. What it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Daredevil. I can't remember because it's like, isn't it Stiltman? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's Stiltman, like, pre-Stilts. I, don't, I haven't been... Well, they haven't did the newest season, so I don't know what happens with him. Um, but, yeah, he, he I makes... Think he, I think they killed him <laughs> in the newest season. Did they season? kill him in season so. two? I don't remember. It's been so long. I, don't, I, I honestly don't remember. But, yeah, because he... Yeah, he designed the Kingpin's, like, armored suits, mm-hmm. and so Dare, he, Daredevil gets him to build the Daredevil suit. Yeah. Um, okay, you're right. It's like... But, yeah, that would have been... That kind of character would have been fantastic in this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if they, like... They made or not like they didn't. They wouldn't make the connection. But if they just had like uh, an episode where they kidnapped Lucius Fox, because they're like, you know, like you're a very high up person in Wayne Enterprise. Yeah, like, you know how to do all of this stuff. Make us a costume. Yeah, I mean, I guess they kind of did that ish with the mechanic, but it was more about setting up another death trap for Batman. It wasn't like build one of these things for us. Yeah, but yeah, there must be us like a designer out there. Like, oh, he's got a whole business based around finding your location. He's basically like. A supervillain queer eye, yes, like <laughs> like realtor slash interior designer. Oh my, we need to make this parody. I'm down. Yeah. I'm absolutely down. Because yeah, uh, yeah, like he helps you find the space. He helps you do all of like the legitimate paperwork that has to happen. Mm-hmm. He he's you know got a creative mind, so he comes up with like clever little uh, like names that are you know clearly indicative, like P and Gwyn sort of thing. <laughs> Enigma, exactly. I guess it's real. This is actually his real name. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then he goes in, he's like, okay, here's what we can do with the space. We're going to put this beautiful penguin statue death trap up in this mm-hmm. corner over here. Yep. Uh, this is going to be like a spring release trap door. Oh, lovely. Oh, lovely. The f- sort of, yes. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. What, house, what villains, house hunters. Okay. Now, do you think he has his own name? Like he seems like the kind of guy who would go through some pretty significant branding exercises. Mm-hmm. So do you think he has his own like super villain style name? Like, the designer or something? Ooh, I don't think so. I think it's just, like, his... I assume he's, like, a one-named person. He's, like, a like a share. Oh, even better. Yeah. Yeah. He's just, like, a Marcus. Like, like Luigi. I want him to have, like a, like, a really normal name. Oh, like Luigi or something. Even even more normal than Luigi. Like Carl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you been to Carl yeah. yet? <laughs> have you called Carl? Yeah. He's the best. He's the only guy worth He's doing. the only guy you can go to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> super villain consultant yes that would have been a fantastic episode that would have been so much fun god I wish i'm sure there has to have been a comic about that yeah that that must be out there mm-hmm. somewhere if not then we have to write yeah, it now we'll do it. we'll do it yeah we'll come up with it i it'll just want to be amazing we had the the queer eye trailer come out past week or two like promo oh, okay and yeah. i want i just want to recut that but just have it be the villains <laughs> i'm so down <laughs> Also, I need to start watching Queer Eye. Haven't done that yet. It's great. Um, so, I, okay, I did... One thing did kind of throw me a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, when... When 
Two-Face is falling victim to his own death trap. Yeah. Like, he was legitimately trying to kill himself there, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and he just, it failed. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, Alfred basically explained it at the end, saying um, his personalities were so distant from each other, they didn't, they didn't know. They didn't know the other one existed. Right. Yeah, it's just, that's so... I mean, I guess that happens a lot in these episodes. Like, someone would have died if it had not been for that. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's such a weird... It's such a weird situation, because then... I mean, I would have killed himself, and then would everyone just have, like, stopped in one day and like, oh, Two-Face is dead. And also, like, we found the judge costume, like, down in the <laughs> basement, and this is clearly Harvey Dent's hammer. Also, also, who gives out a massive gavel as an award? Uh, Gotham. Like, God, this city, this city is just built from the ground up for supervillains. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you would, that's just such a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, I also, also love... where do you put that damn thing? Well, it was mounted. Yeah, but like, do you put that up on a wall? Yeah, you put it right next to your talking past fish. <laughs> this is the 90s. Uh, I, I did love that <laughs> of all of the databases uh, Batman has access to, it's the trophy database. The trophy awards database. And it's, it's all the, like the normal looking trophies and like, oh, this gavel. This massive, like, six-foot-tall gavel. I wonder if that's could possibly what it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, my God. What, what is it? I don't, it's so stupid. Yeah. I mean, at the same time, where did Two-Face get the giant penny from again? We never, we never learned where it came from. We just know that, like, it was a death trap. Then we yeah. see that in Almost God, and we never actually knew, like, where it originated. You know what? It probably came from Carl. Yeah. Designer galore to mm-hmm. supervillains. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it does some, like, legitimate consulting stuff, too. And, like, occasionally he's asked to design ooh, awards. Ooh, ooh. Do you think, aside from Carl, do you think there's, like, a super pretentious art gallery for, like, villainous... Because I feel like that's where you would buy the giant penny. Oh, right. It's like, it's like a soup. It, it started off as, like, a super modern art gallery. But then the the guy running it went corrupt and now it's just like, it's like a villain prop house. Yeah. Uh, fronting as a, as an art gallery. I think so. I think he... there's, there's one that I feel like this could be a real place. Cause there's one at, uh, Beverly, not Beverly. Um, yeah. Beverly and La Brea. Those cross, right? No, not. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, it's like a half mile from my place. I should yeah. know. Yeah. You know <laughs> Uh, but there's an art gallery there. Uh, I think I brought it up before because they had the giant stained glass avatar world oh, or avatar map. Yeah. But they also have like like a machine gun mounted on like a Civil War cannon. What? Yeah. They have a bunch of other like, really weird like art a, Like a machine gun on top of a cannon? Yeah. Like a gun on a gun? Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Art. Jesus. So I see that kind of stuff, and I'm like, this is definitely a front for like a supervillain warehouse. Yeah, yeah. I think they would probably uh, just like keep tabs on who the new villains are, mm-hmm. and like start basically like making spec villain artwork. Yeah, yeah. Well, they also see who gets away with what. That's and true. Like, oh, did you hear Killer Croc got away with you know fifty thousand like, dollars? Oh well. I'm really feeling this like 
alligator rug is going to sell soon. It's going to do really well. Mm -hmm. Now, I feel like... They, like, move it to the window, (laughs) depending on who gets away with what. Because I feel like the one person you would not make stuff for, though... Or I guess you would see the problem. Like, everyone I feel like would actually pay for stuff except for the Joker. Mm-hmm. You don't know either he's going to pay for it, or he's going to kill you, or he's just going to take it from you. Yeah, I feel like in that situation he's like the one you just give stuff to for free. Yeah, he's like you know what, I think you would like this. Well, he, why don't you take this? He's, along? he's their influencer. He's the, he is their influencer. <laughs> also, he was probably brought in to design that whole massive casino. Yeah, it was all Joker themed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he just spun that off in his own little side business of doing custom artwork. Yeah. Now we know or, like, the origin of Carl. Yes. He designed, he did the actual design work for the Joker's Wild Casino. Mm-hmm. And when that all fell apart, he just kept going with it. Yeah. It's perfect. Good Rid- on you, Riddler Carl. went to him next. Yeah. Uh, he's like, I saw you did great with my color palette. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> can you just... Can like, you just add rever- a question mark yeah, to it? <laughs> can you just like reverse the emphasis and yeah, add question marks? We'll be good to go. Yeah, be yeah, grand. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you. I really need a giant computer, a virtual reality yeah, computer. <laughs> yeah, he also got started making uh, giant mazes mm-hmm. as well yeah. for video game companies. I love it. I want to know so much more about Carl. Yeah, we'll, I'll, we'll flesh him out a little bit. All right, bit. We'll, we'll write some spec scripts for Carl. Yeah. Um, I actually don't have that much more to say about yeah, this, we covered this, this episode. episode. Yeah, um, so should we get into the fun part? I guess so. I think the part that people are more interested in us talking about anyways. Kingdom Hearts. More, so much, <laughs> so much about Kingdom Hearts. I want to hear about every single kingdom. I want to hear all about the different forms Well, I haven't even gotten into Organization fighting. 13. Oh, or the oh. Heartless versus the Humans, and how Sora's heart is actually Roxas's heart, which is actually part of Kyrie's heart. Oh my god, I'm it's... hoisted by my own bit. <laughs> Son of a bit. Um, but yeah, so we, we are going to do our, our short lists. Mm-hmm. This, this episode. Our not so short short list. Our not so short short list. I realized we never did one for Batman the Animated Series. We have to go back and do that at some point. Yeah. I feel like we didn't do. Did we start with Superman season one? I think we did a short list for season one. Yeah. yeah. So I think we've done. So obviously we'll do Superman season three mm-hmm. next week. Won't be a long list. <laughs> um, okay. So I don't actually have mine written out. I just literally printed out all the episode lists and made check marks. Yeah. Uh, mm, that's fine. Do you want to do yours? I figure. I figure sure. I can we, wait. Should we just? Should we just go? I mean, we didn't do this last time. Should we actually, because there's not that many episodes, and I feel like we're gonna say yes to most mm-hmm. of them. There's just, 24 episodes. Should we just go ahead and go episode by episode and say if you did uh, or did not? Yeah, we'll, we'll speed through. Okay. Them. Yeah. Okay. So number one, Holiday Nights. Yes, it's on my short list. Same. Love it. So good. Yes, I, I love little vignette episodes like that. Mm-hmm. It's a great one. Okay, Sins of the Father. Of course. Well, it kind of has to be on there. Yeah. Like, we've talked about the fact that short lists are like, here's the list you would give to someone and be like, these are the episodes you only need to see. Mm-hmm. Like, either because they're amazing or because they are hugely critical in terms of plot points. Obviously, you have to include Sins of the Father beyond being a great episode. Introduction of Robin. Yeah. Mm. Cold Comfort. Uh, no. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, why? Why did you not include it? I feel like it's not... I mean, I enjoyed the episode, mm-hmm. um, but... I honestly just liked where Mr. Freeze ended in BTOS and... Oh, in uh, Sub-Zero? Yeah. And I'm kind of just like, I don't mm. need to see anymore. Mm. Okay. Uh, I... Mm. See, I... This, see, this is where I think we might have to defer to you, actually, on a lot of these. Because, again, when I watched <laughs> as a kid, I loved the new look of Mr. Freeze. I mm-hmm. love the little spider-leg things. I think I talked about in the episode. That was, like, one of my favorite all-time toys. I mean, I guess you could make the argument that it has to be included if... Let me read the synopsis again. If you, pick up, if you pick up with 
Freeze and Batman Beyond, you kind of need to know some of this. I guess you don't really, though. Mm -hmm. Like, you could... You don't necessarily have to know that he's just a head left by the time we get to Batman Beyond, I suppose. I I mean, in Beyond, I would also just assume they're like, oh, he's just a head. Yeah. Yeah, he's science, you know, body. Yeah, it makes sense. Mm. It's the future. Yeah, he's in it. He's just a head now. Yeah. I wouldn't really ask any questions about it. Since we are, I think, trying to, at the end of the day, come up with a consensus here, Mm -hmm. I'm going to actually agree with you on this one. Knock it off. And I'm going to take cold comfort off. Yeah. Despite my love, I'm taking it off. Um, Double talk with the ventriloquist. It's 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 my if you have time. Okay. I have, I have four. One, two, three, four. I have five that are if you have time. Yeah. Save them for last. I okay. Because I love this episode. I do too, and I included it because I think it's nice to see one of Bruce's villains get a happy ending. Exactly. Because we we even talked about last week with Brother Creeper. We made reference to Kirk Langstrom being the back, and then actually Maddie wrote to us on, on YouTube and pointed out that if you read the tie-in comics, he does not have a happy ending. I'm not sure what that means. I actually have to go find that comic <laughs> and, and track it down and read it. But I I think it's worth including because it does something no other episode does mm-hmm. um, in terms of giving him a bit of a happy ending. Actually, one thing that I meant to mention at the end of Judgment Day, which I thought was very interesting, was... It's a very dark place to end an episode. Oh, yeah. But if you look at it as the sort of unofficial series finale of the, the show, it's actually even worse place because mm-hmm. it ends on a very bleak note. Like, Two-Face is broken at that point. Like, he's not even functioning as a villain anymore. Like, he has so, gone so crazy that he is a, he's completely lost. Yeah. Like, you assume that at this point he basically just keeps getting worse and worse and worse and more or less it goes, like, catatonic because mm-hmm. he's so dysfunctional. And you look at where he started, that whole arc is so tragic. Um, it's a really bleak, bleak I know, I wish we would have gotten kind of Batman's last look at, like, what his friend has become. Yeah. So, um, so I guess, uh, for me, I think it's worth including mm-hmm. Double Talk. Maybe we'll give that like a maybe, and we'll look see how long our list is at the well, end. Well, I put an asterisk by it. That's what I did. Yeah, I, have, I, mean, I have a few I'm, I'm just a little, little squiggle there as a maybe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you scratch my back. No. I included it, actually. Okay. <laughs> I think we need at least one good, ep- like, we need a Catwoman episode in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. I did not include Cult of the Cat. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I don't have any Catwoman episodes. I think I included it because I think this is one of the best episodes in terms of the Batman Nightwing dynamic, too. Mm-hmm. I think we get to see this weird space in it occupy of being kind of like equals, but also not just because of all the baggage. Yeah. And well, it's Nightwing sees them as equals. Batman doesn't. Yes. In that dynamic. Yeah. But we even come to the end of it. We realize that he actually does because they're in on it together trying to like capture Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, we've talked about that Catwoman's more interesting in Beach Austin than she is here. Yep. She also looks a lot better. I, just, I think the I, reason I took I it off is I hate I hate the look. Of I get it. I get it. I like one. it a lot. Again, I'm I'm biased though. You are, but I think it's worth including because I just think there's a, it's a fun, playful episode. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll give that one a maybe. I mean, you can you can add it to yours. Our, our lists don't have to be the same. No, like no. The thing is, at the end of the day, we should have a consensus. I it, guess it, so. Yeah. So we can be like, here is the official Tim Talk shortlist mm-hmm. for everything. Because yeah, like like we fucking know what we're talking about. Yeah. I'm going to give this one a maybe as well. We're going to see how long this list is. Because mm-hmm. if it's crazy, you might have to be a little mine, more judicious. I, I condensed mine to 10 with four extras. Okay, I don't know my maybe. numbers. So I just yeah. did check boxes well, <clears> at <throat> work. I took out Never Fear. I put that as a if you have time. 
because I think that's a really mm. fun storyline because it's such a flip of a normal Scarecrow story of yeah. like injecting the lack of fear. This is true. And, and it, it is fun to see Robin have to like be the adult sort of and like mm-hmm. wrangle Bruce. That's yeah. kind of interesting dynamic. That was, that was in my maybe list. Okay, we're going to give that a little bit of maybe. <laughs> um, Joker's Millions. Yes. Yes as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, obvious answer here, Growing Pains. Yeah. Oh, oh. You, it's, it, that might have been my favorite episode. Yeah, an emphatic yes. Love as a Croc. I did not have it on mine. I had it on mine. I understand why people would. Yeah. Because it, it, mm, it is a great episode. It is. But that's one where I feel like you have, like, I feel like we enjoy it because we know the characters a little bit better. And I'd be yeah. curious if someone is like, if, like, this is the first, like, they're just scanned through our list and it's like, oh, we'll start with this one. I'm mm. like, I, do, I wouldn't want them to start with this. Yeah. I think it's a maybe, a maybe on that one, too. Mm-hmm. We'll, do th- we'll do a three-tier. We'll do a have to, if you have time, and a no. Yeah. So essentially a two-tier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Torch Song. No. Nope. Same. I love Firefly. I don't think that's a very good origin. He only has really, what, one other appearance. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, hang on, though. We are neglecting one very important aspect of that episode. Batman's awesome as fuck. Oh, the fire, fire suit. suit. Yeah. I, okay, you know what? Don't watch the episode. Just buy the toy. Yeah, there you go. There we go. Problem solved. All mm-hmm. right. The ultimate thrill. Uh, that was a that's on my if you have time list. What? That's Is a that ro- a yes for you? That's the Roxy Rocket episode. I know. I know. We, we love that episode. I know. I, I think love it's one of the her. best ones. Do you? Okay. Well, I'll move it to my yes it's category got, then. Yes. Stupid bitch. <laughs> yes, of course. All right. I, I told you I condensed my list to just the. Like, if this is the first episode they watch. See, I don't think of it that way. Okay, like, that, I, that's how I was No, I think of it as, like, in the same way as, like, the Mar- like there's, like, the Marvel must list. Like, I gave, I think we did this once before, like, the list you, if you wanted to see, whether you have War. to see, to see Infinity War. Mm-hmm. But there's also, like, the, if you have to see, but also these are just good movies. Which yeah. Which is kind of what we're going for here. There's, like. But also, if you remember when we did that, I had, like, five movies. Oh, God, I know. <laughs> I know, mine was always longer, too. How <laughs> yeah. is that? I'm the cynic here. This doesn't I make know. any sense. Um, over the edge. I know how to cut the fat. That's <laughs> true. Over the edge. Of course. Obviously. Has oh, to be there. I got you. Have to. Um, mean seasons. No. No. Same. Garbage. Critters. No. No. Garbage. Cult of the cat. No. Also garbage. Uh, animal act. That was in my. I put that in my maybe, but I want to move it to no, and I want to say just watch the Young Justice episode instead. Um, that's fair. I guess. Uh, I mean, I love me some Nightwing. I do too. I love me some Nightwing. And I is, love... Okay, I guess... Okay, you're right. I'm not looking at this from that way. I should be looking at this from the what is essential mm-hmm. because of plot reasons yeah. or because it's just that fucking good. Mm-hmm. And I have to admit, Animal Act probably doesn't quite cut it. It's a fine episode. It's just like Young Justice does it so much better. It does do it better. Okay, fine. Fine. We'll lose some Animal Act. Mm-hmm. Flirting with Nightwing. Um, old wounds, yes, obviously. Mm-hmm. The demon within, yes. I also included it. Oh, because it also introduces magic. Yeah, which is very important. I like Etrigan a lot too, and Clarion the Witch Boy. They're all fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Legends of the Dark Knight. Uh, I I put that in my maybe, but it's definitely I get you have to watch it. That's uh, that should be the last episode you watch though. What essential, Chris? You said essentials. Yeah. And as much as I, I mean, I'm the Dick biggest- Sprang. The Dick Sprang section. I was about to say, I'm the biggest supporter of other art styles in in cinema in, in episodes. We even even Maddie commented on that of Channel Chasers being amazing. You know thank what? you for my thank you for you the know support. What? 
No, Cameron, you're right. It is an essential episode and we'll include it on the list. Yeah, sure. This is what I heard. Um, Girls Night Out. Of course. Yes. Mad Love. Of course. Who's, who's an idiot, obviously. Chemistry. No. Same. Beware of the Creeper. Of course. Yeah. Judgment Day. No. No. Yeah, same. Okay. So let me see if I got the uh, the definitive. So I think, I think we have 13. Okay. So Holiday Nights. Mm-hmm. Sins of the Father. Mm-hmm. Joker's Millions. Mm-hmm. Growing Pains. Yep. That's what... Start this again. <laughs> One more try. I was, I was doing, I'll, I was, I'll do the I was doing the German <laughs> counting. I'm like, I'm like, I get to that point where if you go, like, start with the thumb, you get to that point where you can't really raise, like, your ring finger without let's, raising let's your pinky. Let's just try this one more time. And I, I, um, I messed it up. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> uh, holiday Nights? Yep. One. Okay. Sins of the Father. Two. Joker's Millions. Three. Growing Pains. Yep. The Ultimate Thrill. Mm-hmm. Over the Edge. Mm-hmm. Old Wounds. Yep. The Demon Within. Yep. Legends of the Dark Knight. Yep. Girls Night Out. Yep. Mad Love. Yep. You Are the Creeper. Twelve. Twelve. Okay. So we cut it in half. Okay, so down to twelve. Now, of our maybes, of our maybes, Double Talk, You Scratch My Back, Love is a Crock. You want to add one more? Which one? Oh. Those are the three. Um, Taking this away from you. It's too noisy. Sorry. Bad Cameron. Sorry. I'm finicky. Um... You can have it after the podcast. Thank you. Are we adding just one of those three? I, I, those are the three we have. Like mm-hmm. of those three, so you scratch my back, double talk, love as a crock. I. Uh, I mean, they're all great episodes. Okay, I'm trying to. I'm gonna be. I want to put the like. I want to do the like the YouTube thing or like, the YouTube Netflix thing of like. Oh, if you like this, then you should also watch these. Yeah. Okay, I'm trying to. Uh, this is tough. Okay. Trying to put on like the essential mindset hat. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember where. Because I honestly don't think any of these are essential. Essential. No, like you don't necessarily need to have that episode with Catwoman to advance her. Right. Because she also has a pretty good story ending in Vitas. If I remember, she escapes. I'm trying to remember how she ends in Vitas. I think it's they're on the rooftop. She kisses Batman and then flies away, and we never see her again. Let me let me look this up real quick. Okay. Um, so that's a, that's a kind of in the the meh. Uh, what, double talk. What do you think of double talk? Of the three, that one would be the closest to the list. Yeah. Because I think what was the last one I said? Uh, uh, the oh, love is a croc. See, I'm. I mean, I'm, I love Baby Doll. I'm I'm kind of inclined towards that one because it's so different. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, hang on. Here we go. Here we go. What's her? I think her last appearance. Oh, okay. Okay, you know what? You're right. It's her last appearance in Btos. I thought for a second it might be when she turned into an actual cat. No, <laughs> it's with Roland Daggett, and there's like the Jade Cat or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she breaks away from the police as she's being arrested. Like, she, they, she drives down the road and, like, escapes. Yeah. You know what? I think I'll give you that. I think that's a better place to enter than either You Scratch My Back or Cult of the Cat. Because mm-hmm. Cult of the Cat is technically, like, she gets away with everything and she, like, moves to Paris. And right. it's a terrible episode. So, all right, we're going to cut that one. All right. You Scratch My Back. Out. Out it goes. Okay. Double talk. Love is a crock. 
Okay, my argument for double talk is, I guess my argument for both of these is they do things completely different. Exactly. That they are great to have in this series because they're playing off of history of existing characters. Mm-hmm. That really they don't have the same impact unless you've seen episodes of Croc with Baby Doll and with um, Ventriloquist. Yeah. Um, ah, see this? Uh, I'm going to say either we had both or we had or we had neither. Because I think they're equal levels. I couldn't pick one over the other. You know what? I think we don't include either. Okay. Because... Keep it a nice... Cut it in half. Keep, yeah, keep it nice. That's pretty episodes. good, actually. That's and that's honestly... That's more than I thought I was going to cut. It, obviously, it's, it's shorter mm-hmm. than my original list. I think you cut them both because I like Love as a Croc, but there are similar themes in Mad Love, and they're done better yes. at the end of the day. And then... With you scratching my back, what I love about that episode is it shows that Bruce really tries very, very hard Double to time. help his villains, uh, help reform them. And I think that's an episode that we love because we love the show. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily love essential viewing. Deaths. We love those gruesome puppet deaths. But it's not essential viewing. Like, you can go through this and you can maybe pick up bits of that concept as they're interspersed throughout other episodes without needing a dedicated one just for it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it is good enough to stand up with like some of the best episodes in it. Right. And, I, and I think especially because we're being, we're being generous, including episodes that we just love for the sake of loving, like the ultimate thrill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we cut it. Cool. All right. We did it. 12 episodes. We did. That's actually, that honestly is pretty good. It's I, not I, bad. I thought yeah. it was gonna be a lot longer. Um, I think it's probably more than like our two Supermans combined. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> probably, but you know what? Yeah, that's pretty solid. I'll I'll be sure to post that somewhere so we can uh, share it. But uh, I did put out a call today. You did, and uh, people were kind enough to respond to us in what our segment is now referred to as notes Note, from friends. Notes from friends. Notes from friends. Yep. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so we did get a few responses to this. So uh, Paul Hill sent us his, they sent favorite episodes, like top five, yeah, yeah, not yeah. just like the full list, which is totally respectable. I feel like that's even harder. I think that, maybe we try that, I don't know. Mm, yeah. um, but so another episode. Paul Hill said, Over the Edge, Holiday Nights, Mad Love, You Scratch My Back, and Old Wounds. Okay. Again, great choices. Like we mm-hmm. were just talking, like, I really love You Scratch My Back because of the, the dynamic play. And again, if you're talking favorite episodes versus essential viewing, I think these are totally valid. Uh, Gordon Wills, Girls Night Out. I could never speak highly enough that episode. Mad Love, Over the Edge, Legend of the Dark Knight, Old Wounds. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that. those are probably the five best episodes. Yeah, those are definitely the big hitters. Yeah. Like, I, I think any, no offense, Paul, but I think any list that doesn't <laughs> include, like, Girls Night Out and uh, they both had Over the Edge and Old Wounds. That's totally fair. Um, and then Maddie's, Cold Comfort, Beware the Creeper, Critters, Maddie. <laughs> the Critters? best ones. Critters? Is this like... Is I this feel a, like he was just trying to mess with Is those. this a love in the same way that like we both love Batman forever? Like, it's so bad, it's good? Is this a genuine love? Explain more, Matt. Explain more to us. Maybe we'll help you seek help. Um, over the Edge, of course, and Mad Love. Like, I think... I think if you're getting this down to, like, the best of the best, it's Old Wounds, Mad Love, Over the Edge, Girls Night Out, I mean, is there is there another like is there a fifth that's just like a perfect episode? Creeper, <laughs> creeper. Um, oh, I think Growing Pains. Yeah, yeah, Growing Pains. For I, sure. I think, I think those are. Yeah, 
Like, I, I think those are the, the top five episodes of the series, which, again, like, their batting average for this, this series, or season, if you want to call it that, and an extension of BTOS is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, it just goes to show that, you know, at this point, they are, are five years into doing this between Batman and Superman. They really got their shit down. Yeah. They understand the world, the tone, the characters. They know how to be playful and adventurous and do different weird things. And most of the time, those were successes. I think there are more successes this season than than uh, and We're going to see them do even better at it with Batman Beyond. And yes. then moving into Justice League. Oh, uh, Where they, they find their, their opus. Yeah. Oh, wait. Um, what? What? Which one's their opus? I don't know. Just the season, just the series. Oh, I thought you were talking <laughs> about like the best episode of the whole, the whole kick and caboodle. And I was no, like, well, that's clearly the one with all the NBA players and Static Shock, <laughs> where they all have superpowers. Clearly, the Space Jam episode. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. Um, I think we probably have other notes. I forgot to look them up before coming into this because I was focused just on the best of lists. That's right. We'll, so, we'll bring it up. Well, next yeah, week. we think we'll hit that next week. Um, do you want to do, what's your, real quick, what's your top five? Oh, I, I couldn't do couldn't it off the top of my head. Couldn't do it? I, no, I, just doing this list, I had to sit down and like turn off my computer and actually like focus for 20 minutes. Oh my God, you put so much more effort into this. I just basically checked these things off between emails <laughs> today at work. Um, but yeah, I, oh, I mean, let's see, just off of like pure enjoyment and what's yeah. on the top of my head, um, Oh, God, everyone's going to get real mad at me for this list. In no particular order. No, no, again, we, we've said, if they're your favorite episodes, not essential viewing, mm-hmm. you are justified in including anything but Critters. Okay. Uh, so top episodes, um, Over the Edge, uh, Holiday... No, we're going to cross that one off. Maybe. Hold on. I can't do this. I can't do this live on air. I'll I'll, I'll put I'll put it in the story. Okay. Yeah. I, I think mine mine are pretty easy because it's definitely going to be, um, over the edge, girls' night out, old wounds. Um. I, yeah, I guess. I don't know if Mad Love is necessarily a favorite. I think it's the best, but I don't know if it's necessarily a favorite. Well, because I would put I'd put. Um, I think Legends of the Dark Knight <clears throat> for me. That's four. Do I have a fifth? I, I would put I, Ultimate I Thrill in my top five. Yeah. I, I'll probably do Mad Love instead. But yeah, mm-hmm. I love Ultimate Thrill, though. I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I think that um, was probably an episode I had the most fun yeah. with. I mean, for me, though, it all comes down to Over the Edge. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm sure I talked about it when Wes was on, but when we, like, bought that real shitty, like, bootleg Batman the Animated Series DVD collection, and they were all out of order, and they were table recordings. I dug through hours of that stuff to try and find Over the Edge, because that was the episode that I had to watch. Yeah. I think immediately followed by Old Wounds. Because I, I love, I love that story. But Over the and Girls Night Out. Those are like the three. Like, if you came down to it, those are like the three. Mm-hmm. But Over the Edge, man, it's just so good. Yeah. It's so good. It's unbelievable. Mm. Mm. Do we have any other notes from friends? No, I forgot to write down the rest of them. It's fine. I was just, I was just <laughs> so focused on doing this. But it's fine. We'll, we'll have like a shorter episode this week, which people will probably appreciate because we've been running long yeah. of late. So I think at this point, we actually just move on to bat plugs. Yeah. So, And I forgot I actually had a bat plug this week. Do you? I did. I, I thought I had been watching nothing new, mm-hmm. but I forgot that I started watching Shit's Creek recently. What's that? So it's I think it's... 
airs on I was like pop or something like it's it's a very obscure channel okay um, I've been watching it on Netflix so but it's stars Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara okay so do you you do know who both those people are correct Catherine O'Hara is a princess she's the mom in Home Alone the mom yes. in Home Alone the mom the mom in Beetlejuice the voice of Sally mm-hmm. in A Nightmare Before Christmas um, she's been in tons and which tons O'Hara of stuff. am I thinking of are you thinking of Paige O'Hare? Yeah, that's the, the, the one. voice of Belle. Belle? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I was thinking of. Um, I saw her at Epcot. You did? I did. Aww. I said hi. I said I run your Instagram. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's crazy. What'd she say to that? She she just like I mean that's what got me to see her. I didn't tell her that. I told the security guard that. Oh, you told her told them I run her Instagram. Can I talk to her? Mm-hmm. Then what'd you say to her when you met her? I just said hi. I'm a big fan. Oh God, okay. There was a line, Chris. Like okay. it was like a meet and greet kind of thing. And you like cut the line because yeah. you were. <laughs> so you cut, you cut a bunch of children. No, 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 no. Do you think kids want to meet a human voice? I don't know. No. If I was a kid, I'd be excited to meet the it voice was actor. All adults. Oh, that's fair. It's, it's Disney. Mm-hmm. It's mostly adult fans at this point, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but no, that's Catherine O'Hara. Who? Or is it O'Hare? I think it's O'Hara. I, I just love her. I think she's one of the funniest people on the planet. I love Eugene Levy, too. So the, the idea is that they are just, like, completely out-of-touch, rich socialites who run out of money, and they're forced to move to the town of Schitt's Creek, which they bought as a joke, like, years okay, before. Like and like they thought all their assets are gone, so it's them and their two kids. Uh, the son is played by Eugene Levy's actual son, Dan Levy, and they co-created the series together, and they co-wrote it. Um, but it's it's very funny. It's it's weird and off kilter, but it's really really funny. I had a lot of friends recommend it to me. Okay. Um, and so I've, I've been watching. I think I'm like maybe five or six episodes into season one, and it's pretty good. It's on so. Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Cool. And I'll, it's I'll short. They're all you know they're twenty minute episodes. twenty minute long episodes. They're all pretty pacey. They're fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They're they're weird, but it's really good. I'd recommend that. So nice. they're good. An actual bad vlog. Nice. Yeah. How about you? I had a, a week of heist films. Uh, so in preparation for Ocean's 8, I wanted to rewatch the original trilogy. Okay. Because uh, I hadn't seen... How did that go? It was good. I forgot how much I really loved those movies. Uh, all I, of them? Yeah, I, I do enjoy all of them. I, under, I know that 12 has a bit of a reputation. I hadn't seen... I'd only seen 13 once before this. Yeah. Uh, and like when I first saw the, the series. Um. And I honestly don't think I ever finished 13 before. Oh, really? Oh. Because I didn't remember how it ended. Um, I vaguely recall how it ended. It's, it's the... Um, You're not spoiling anything. It's a decade-old film at this point. I know. Uh, it's they, uh, the French thief comes back. Yes. Uh, and they, he has the deal where he's stealing the diamonds from uh matt damon but they gave them the fake diamonds and they blew up the roof of the hotel yeah and they pulled the safe out oh that's right that's right okay Mm -hmm. um i loved it i loved 13 it was amazing 12 i (laughs) the reason i love 12 is the the stupid i mean it was like back in the day it was like Oh my God! What is this human doing? Like it's like early, early stages of parkour, mm-hmm. and it's the the laser scene, or it's the French thief oh, dodging all of the, yeah. the lasers to the to the music, and like that is the scene that saves the movie for me. <laughs> it's so dumb, but I love it so much. I mean, I remember there being moments mm-hmm. of that movie that I quite liked. Um, 
but of course, like eleven. So uh, I I watched them all through Amazon, mm-hmm. and it was great having the the notes. So I would watch oh, the movie without yeah. the the notes, and then during the credits, I would just read everything. Yeah, all the trivia. And there's so much like fun because there's so many people in this movie, and yeah. they'll, they'll do like half tidbits about the film, and then half trivia just about the actors. Yeah, and it's so fascinating. And I didn't realize, like now rewatching the movie, how everything is just one big inside joke. Oh into, yeah, like Hollywood. So I, I wrote down one of my favorite things about it was the beginning of Ocean's Eleven. They talk about robbing the casino, mm-hmm. uh, and it's Brad Pitt and George Clooney, and they're like, "Oh, this is all the stuff we're gonna have. Like, how are we gonna do this? And like, we're gonna rob the casino. Oh, we're gonna need you know two Edwin Irwins. We're gonna need uh, what, what are the once they said wait, wait, uh, no, it was an Aaron Allen. An Aaron Allen. Do you know who Aaron Allen is? Uh, yes, I do now. You uh, didn't know beforehand. I did not. Okay, yeah, because yeah. he was he created Lost in Space. Um, he was the father Land, of the Land of the Giants. Yeah, Land of the Giants. Yeah, so he did the Towering Inferno, Poseidon Adventure. Yeah, he was a, a writer producer in the sixties and seventies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when uh, when they were writing this scene, I forget so, who's the like who is the Aaron Allen in. Like who? What's that? Oh, so that was in um, thirteen, as they say. We need to pull in Irwin Allen. Ir- Irwin Allen. Oh, is that like a towering inferno? They have to like get everyone out of the building. Yeah, they okay. fake a natural disaster. They fake oh, an earthquake. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So in eleven, so good. I know. In eleven, they talk about pulling a Miss Daisy and an Ella Fitzgerald. Miss Daisy, me driving Miss Daisy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which was uh, a call to them getting the SWAT car. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. And then the Ella Fitzgerald was a was a really obscure one, but it, it's uh, a reference to or not a reference to it's the the scam is looping the tape, uh, so filming oh. in one place and putting it in the other, and it okay. was a reference to a 1970s commercial where her it was a I think a headphone or audio company commercial mm-hmm. uh, where it was her uh, singing and it broke glass, and at the end there's text that says uh, was it live or was it Miramax. Oh, okay. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So it was a reference. Yeah, it was a reference to like, is it live or is it not? Yeah. Um, but yeah, everything they mention in that is a callback to some Hollywood reference, and that That's was so fun. cool learning about. Yeah, I, that, I guess that would be fun to go back and, and rewatch it from that angle. Mm-hmm. I, I've always loved Ocean's Eleven. I haven't seen it in a number of years now. It holds up so well too. Yeah, that's what I seem to recall. It holds up really well, and I, I remember Eleven's great, kind of because of the twist. Mm-hmm. Twelve is stupid. Because of the twist, <laughs> and then thirteen just didn't have one. And like thirteen is, I feel like, sort of not a, not say a pale imitator of the first one, but thirteen was definitely like, well, we went too weird with twelve, so let's like scale it back and just basically do something very palatable. But it's it's still very enjoyable. It is. It's so enjoyable. Yeah, and it's kind of fun too that each movie sort of slightly shifts the focus. So that like second movie, it's more Brad Pitt's character. Third movie, it's more Matt Damon. I always mm-hmm. like that part of it. Yeah. Uh, but I watched all three of those in preparation for Ocean's 8, yeah. which I saw on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good. I think if I was going to rank the five, because there's still the, the 1960s Have you seen one. the original 1960s I've seen one? moments of it. Okay, I've never watched it. Uh, I think uh, I tried to once. I'm like, nah, this is terrible. Uh, Mr. Sunday Movie did a like a full-on just oh. ripping that movie apart. Oh, yeah, I listened episode. to that recently, yeah. Uh, and that makes me not want to watch it now. Yeah, it doesn't sound very good. Um, but also, there there's so many references to uh, Frank Sinatra in the in the trilogy, mm-hmm. uh, which is all, obviously a callback well, yeah, to him playing. Yeah, um, Danny Ocean. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, eight is fine. I, I would go, 
11, 13, uh, 8, 12, 11. Okay, fair. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, I have not yet seen Ocean's 8. I really want to. Mm-hmm. I think I'm trying to go sometime this week. Just based off what I've seen, I wouldn't be surprised if I had a similar list. Yeah. I, I mean, there's like elements that I wanted to see. Because I honestly, I just wanted a mirror of 11. Yeah. Um, and there's one big point in 11 that like only an, an ensemble film of this size could do where the first 45 minutes of Ocean's 11 is just meeting the characters. Yeah. And they're all in these like super fun and weird environments. Yeah. To, to this day, one of my all time favorite quotes of any movie is when they're meeting with Elliot Gould's character and they're trying to get him involved. And he runs through the list of all of the failed heists. And he's like, you know, and even if mm-hmm. you can get out of the casino and out of the city, you're still in the middle of the fucking desert. Yeah. <laughs> One of the best F-bombs in a PG-13 film. An amazing line. I try and shoehorn it into as many conversations as I possibly can. As you should. Including this one right now. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to talk too much about eight. Of course. Uh, but I think it's enjoyable. Everyone should go watch it. Okay. Um, or if you had to choose between two, I also saw "Won't You Be My Neighbor." <gasps> oh, I, it's everything you want. I am dying it's to go see that movie. Everything you want in a in a Mr. Rogers. It looks like it's so so sweet. Everyone was tearing up at the end. Yeah. And it's. Uh, I posted one of the quotes. Uh, on my Instagram. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Uh, and it's how they end the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it just, like, it hits such a, like, soft spot in my heart. Let me see. Uh, I'll read it real quick. It's, uh, I think everyone longs to be loved and longs to know he or she is lovable. And consequently, the greatest thing we can do to help someone know that they are loved and capable of loving. Aww. And it's just such a sweet ending. And oh, it's it's such like oh. I, oh. I mean if you have to choose between the two, yeah, I mean there's such different moods. Yeah, I mean I'm, I'm gonna try and see both. I yeah. really want to see "Won't You Be My Neighbor." Was it intentional that you? This like this vaguely looks like the the trans colors. No, trans flag. Oh, okay. Oh, I wasn't supposed to. Oh, well, I guess pride was on my mind. <laughs> Unsurprisingly, um, no, I'm super excited for that. I really, really want to mm-hmm. go see it. They're both so good. Yeah. Oh, I'm very, I'm very happy plugging that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think those are all my plugs. I, I, I made a summer movie list of everything that I want to watch, and I'm gonna try and actually like rate each one as I watch it. Yeah. So I actually have like a definitive like favorite movie to the summer list. Finally, since I go Wait, two times a week. Now. Are you just gonna like? Are you just giving them all like star like three stars, five stars? Or are you actually like putting them in order as you go? Oh no no just just you know blank out of ten. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I use the um, the To Do Movies app, which I think I've talked about before. So you just go mm-hmm. through, and after you see something, you can give it a rating out of five stars. Yeah. So for me, it's like, one is, this is a piece of garbage, and I hate it. Mm-hmm. So Justice League is one of two <laughs> movies that have gotten a one-star review from me. Two is, I didn't really like it. Three is, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Four is, I loved it. And five is, this is one of my greatest films of all time. So like, mm-hmm. Casino Royale, Casablanca... Um, I think Chicago has five stars for me. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Mask the Phantasm does. Clue. The Incredibles is a five-star film yeah. for me. These are, like, these are the movies like to shape who I am as a person. I've heard Incredibles 2 is better than the first one. I've been hearing great things as well. I've been more or less avoiding... I, I honestly can't. Semi-unintentionally avoiding reviews. Handle this anymore. Do we, we have to get tickets. We do. We have to do that. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I think my Thursday is free. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we we'll have, talk about this off here. Yeah, we have to go Thursday. We have to go Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yes, super, super excited for that. 
Um, also, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post I'm, a, a sort of plug, a plug slash transitioning into where can you find us. Uh, you posted your Space Mountain. I did. It's, I finally got it, it done. It is gorgeous. It, it is. I mean, I can see why it was a challenge, but I think it also being a challenge, I think it's probably one of your most inventive. Thank you. Like of all of them. And I, I forgot how much I missed those until it came back around. Mm-hmm. But it's it's absolutely This was absolutely the one that, that made me stop animating two years ago. It wasn't what? two years ago. Was it two years since you... Uh, my very first one but was... What was your last one? Your, your second uh, most recent on. one. Uh, 2016, June 6, 2016 is when I started this project. Yeah. Um, and then before the la- Space Mountain what was the last one you posted. The last one I did was Dumbo, which was about a month and a half ago. It was oh. in February. Oh God, it was three months ago. Okay, so but I mean that's that's a long break, but it's not like you. S- but I was I was doing them weekly, and I had a full list. Now it was going to be done because the the big finale was going to be a fireworks show that was going to come out on New Year's oh. if I'd pace it out correctly. Okay. And I made it. Doing one every week, because um, I'm like I'm looking at the yeah, Haunted Mansion, Big Thunder, the cinema. I'm not gonna read through all these. Um, but yeah, once I hit, I did Nemo, um, and then after Nemo was Space on my list. Yeah, and it I was stumped by it. Um, it's it's hard. It's it's because it's it's all in the dark. So yeah. I, again, I thought you were really clever about how you found a way to approach it. Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous. Thank you. I, if I knew how to um, post it onto Tim Talk, I, I would. But do you? <laughs> no, you, we don't need to. No, you should. You should post it the story. Okay. Post it the story. Good. I think people want to see it. So we're talking about it now. Post it like like Thursday or something. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but no, it's it's absolutely gorgeous. So like, go check out Cameron's artwork, which is uh, Cameron Dexter. It is nailed it. Still remember it. Um, you just want to plug each other? No. Are we not doing phrasing <laughs> anymore? <laughs> um, I'm just going to let that one go. Yeah, we're no. just going to keep... <laughs> you know... you know, when simmer in the silence for a minute? There are too many jokes. There are. You ever had that where you're just like, I don't know where to go with this? Yeah, it's, it's uh, too many options. It's too many options. I'm not that clever. <laughs> it's well established. Dry and witless, as I'm told. Um... But yes, uh, so Cameron, they can find your art at Cameron.Dexter. But where else can they find you to see all the fun things you do? Uh, if you want to see my face, you can find that at CamDexter underscore Adventures. And if you want to see my t-shirt company, you can find that at Core Memories Co. All on Yay. Instagram and only Instagram. Now, Fuck other social media. Have you posted the, the lovely shirt you're wearing now? We've not. Okay. It's still a secret. Okay. I think we're announcing it Friday. Okay, well then keep an eye out for Core Memory Co. shirts because the one you're wearing now is absolutely fantastic. Thank now you. you told me that I might be able to get that in a tank top at some point? Yes, 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 yes. So yes. tanks will be coming very soon. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Good, because yes. I basically only wear button downs and tank tops. Yeah, so most likely in the next like week or two, okay. all of the tanks will be out. Yes! Oh my God, I'm so excited. But yes, I love this shirt so much. Thank you. You guys check it out when it hits hopefully Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to find me, I don't know why I don't ever post anything, but I am uh, at Lordifer on Twitter and Instagram. I, I posted some stuff to my story when I was at Pride. Mm-hmm. Also, can I just say real quick, Pride is so much fucking fun. <laughs> it was just just the greatest. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I, yes. I, I'm upset that I missed it again this year. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. next year I will definitely have to. Next year, yeah. Like, we'll do it properly. Yeah. Um, no, it's just it. It's, I think, it's a hard thing to describe unless you're actually there. It's kind of like porn. You know when you see it. Mm-hmm. It's hard to describe. <laughs> but <laughs> it's just, 
this huge outpouring of like joy and celebration. And it's all like the gayest music ever. It's just like Donna summer left and right. It's fucking fantastic. But it's, it really is just this moment to be like being able to celebrate who you are, which is great. If there was a point in your life when you really hated who you were. Um, and I think there's a lot of people who don't like side tangent here. Like last year I was handing out uh, temporary tattoos at, the Outfest booth, because I do some work with them. And this, what I'm going to refer to semi-derogatorily as a little baby gay came up to me. And I think he was just like a little bit overwhelmed by everything. And so I'm like, oh, hey, do you want a tattoo? And But like five seconds later, he's like, yeah. I'm like, he's, he's probably like 17 or 18. And he's like, there with his boyfriend. I'm like, oh, like, you know, he's like, oh, wait, but I'm like, I'm not out to my family. I'm like, it's like, it's okay. I'll like put it way up on your like sleeve so you can like pull down over your shirt. I was like, oh, there's like this little kid, not little kid, he's, almost an adult, but this kid <laughs> got to go and like be himself for at least one day without any fear of who he was. Yeah. And that's why this sort of shit is like super important. Cause what sucks is at the end of the day, he went back home and I have no idea what happened to him. I don't know him or anything about him, but it was just, it was exciting that like, for me, it's just a further excuse to be even more over the top. But for some people it's like their one time year, they actually get to be themselves. Right. And so it's just like, it's really special and lovely. And I was drunk as fuck through most of it. You know, that's yeah. great. That's yep. recording on Monday. <laughs> exactly. Yes, I'm finally not hungover <laughs> at 8 p.m. now. So. Yay, you did it. We did it. Um, Where can we find the show? We can find the show at Tim Talk Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Yes. At this point, mostly Instagram, because yep. it is both of our social media of choice. <laughs> but also, of course, YouTube. You can also find us. Uh, we have a YouTube channel. We do. Which has been working consistently for a while, thank God. There mm-hmm. was times when it wasn't. Uh, yes, and, and lovely Maddie, I think, is like our sole viewer on so many of those episodes <laughs> and our sole commentator, so we really appreciate it. That's fine. That. We love it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you uh, if you missed our, our, our shout-out prior to recording about what some of your favorite episodes were, uh, send it to us now. We'd love to hear what some of your favorites from the new Batman Adventures are. Mm-hmm. We'll be back next week to do the finale of Superman, Superman. the Animated Series and our shortlist for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then afterwards, we'll be Mystery of the Batwoman. Yes. A slightly controversial entry in the DCAU. I've never seen seen it. it. Okay, well then we'll get into why. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then after that, Batman Beyond. Yeah. I do have, I should have probably brought this up earlier. I'll probably bring it up again next week. Okay. Uh, But Maddie did comment, um, because I I briefly talked about my favorite TV uh, movies. Oh, right. Last week, talking about Avercatastrophe and Channel Chasers. Oh, he he brought up Ego Trip. Yeah. Which is amazing. Of course, like, of course, Ego Trip is definitely in the top list. It was a Dexter's Lab movie. I didn't know that was a thing. It was, uh, where he went to four different time zones, or time, or he time traveled, uh, trying to find, like, when he becomes, like, all powerful. Uh, And so you get, you see, like, nerdy college Dexter who can't talk to anyone. And then it's, like, this hulking monster Dexter. Uh, who I like, got super muscular, and then it's like super old Dexter. Yeah, uh, and it's so fucking good. That sounds awesome. Yeah. What? So yeah, if anyone listening is still at this point, if I mean uh, this is the end of the episode, so I'll probably bring it up again next week. Yeah. Uh, but but post your favorite uh, or tell us your favorite TV movies because I'm oh, sort of yeah, I'm very curious about that. A million of them because there's also like Kim Possible so the drama and Kim Possible Stitch in Time. Um, and, uh... Is it a stitch in time or a sitch in it's, time? It's a sitch in time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did I say stitch? Yeah. Not stitch. You were just thinking about more things that Stitch inserted himself into. Like Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> we're at the end of the there. Comes right back around. Always. Always. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts connects to everything. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>